This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919-1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranla, called butt of a gun put into the back of your skull. That's a moment where you go, OK, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm Not Here to Hurt You, a brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now wherever you get your podcasts. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time in one year of the end of Chacht Erechor. Agasuligum, a Machan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, in Uik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche nach Vetok Ara Igornamion on Kestin Echo. Vien Tolam Aginom Griv Orkar Nrachtum. Yetakshetorin Griven Orkarston, Illis Duhalagus Giminefracht, Gorokligsar Dukashin Echer. Only Ven Own, Thardorakshin, Ven Marav. Shachtan. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. This is the Rugby World Cup on the left wing. Hello and welcome to the left wing. Well, Andy Farrell has named his team to play Scotland this weekend. Ian Henderson and Dan Sheehan are the two changes in the team from the one that started against South Africa a few weeks ago. Lads, we're out of the team hotel here on the outskirts of Paris. It's a nice setup, nice, calm and serene surroundings. I thought I was, uh, I drove up, I, like I took it basically Google Maps to come here. It's called the Domain de Vanu and it's a golf course in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And I ended up on a country, a farm road driving up like a grass road and I had four or five people in the back of the car in, in, the, in the car I was like this is not where Ireland are staying this weekend it was like outbuildings and stuff but yeah it's a place called Lille Adam it's miles away from anywhere really like it's not Paris at all it's very serene if they win the pool they probably will be back here next week and I know you can probably see the golf course in the background if you're watching on YouTube it's it's a it's a, it's a lovely setting but it's not tour in terms of being able to get in and around stuff. Access, you know, it's quite yeah. a long, long way out, but it's very nice. Yeah, Peter Mann, you won't be giving Keith Earls a backy into his no. bike into town in here, that's he for might, sure. He'd an e-bike if he did. Yeah, like it is, it's lovely, but God, you, like it's a it's a long, long way out and it's, there's not much uh, going on around here. So um, it's definitely a come down from tour. I'm personally very happy to be going back into Paris anyway. I don't know about G. Yeah, yeah. No, it, It's like basically like being in the car. Like there was horses, there was stables and stuff the whole mm. way, all the way out. It's, I think if anyone's flown to Beauvais, it's not far from no, Beauvais. So you know not too dissimilar to Carton House in a, yeah. in a way yeah, and the true. drive-in as well is yeah. as long as well as you mentioned last year Rory well what about the team lads I suppose it was as expected we kind of guessed that there would be two changes in the pack Ian Henderson coming in and Dan Sheen but first of all let's just talk about uh, Robbie Henshaw as well it um, it doesn't sound good uh, Andy Farrell confirmed that he has that hamstring injury so here's what Andy Farrell had to say in it today yeah, um, he pulled up with a hamstring, unfortunately for him, at the end of the session on, on Tuesday. And the diagnosis um, with hamstrings, they, they want to see how things settle down um, and probably takes about five days for, for that type of thing to happen. 
but it looks like it could be a minimum of a, of a couple of weeks at this stage. Do you think you want to stay with, stay, stay with the Well, obviously we'll, we'll, um, we'll assess that as we go. Certainly um, um, he'll be around and, and rehabbing uh, and we'll see how the weekend goes with other injuries, etc. and assess how Robbie's going along the way as also. Didn't sound great. No. No, no he's gone. That's, that's yeah. it. You know, like Andy Farrell wouldn't have said what he said. Um, I mean, we have maybe had examples, even Dan Sheehan with that foot injury, he even said himself he was expecting eight weeks, he was back in five, but with hamstring, he can't rush it back and his history of hamstrings is uh, is a big worry. So now the big question is, who do they call up as his replacement, as as unseemly as that might be to move it on already? You know, do they go with Keane Healy and bring out a fourth loose head prop or do they look at their resources? You know, we know that Jacob Stockdale's injured. We know that Andrew Conway's injured. Jamie Osborne was in the squad um, in the warm-ups. He's never played for Ireland. You know, it's a, it will be a big step up for him to come out to a World Cup. There's not really any more... Um, options from the squad the wider yeah. squad itself although there were people outside that on standby but I'm struggling to think of of, of who they might go for in the backs and maybe it, a, do, it doesn't necessarily have to be a back like that's, the thing, that's because, the thing because yeah, they, yeah. they do have decent cover obviously Jimmy O'Brien can play centre as well Keane Healy for me is the obvious one my understanding is that um, Keane Healy I don't think is going to be part of the Leinster squad who were playing in France on Saturday in a friendly against Cast I think he's been rehabbing back kind of still under the IRFU's watch but he's been dipping out in and out to Leinster training been doing bits of scrummaging with them as well so um, he, he would be the obvious one to me Um if you're looking at a potential quarterfinal and if Keane Ely, you know, we're kind of writing Robbie Henshaw off and you almost feel bad because it hasn't happened yet. He could have a... Yeah, because you saw him earlier. Yeah, he was walking into the hotel, like looked, he had a smile on his face. I mean, he looked pretty happy, but um, yeah, we'll wait and see. But Keane Healy, I mean, if you were to have a guy like Keane Healy back for a potential World Cup quarterfinal back on the bench, um, that would be a massive blow. He's a hugely popular member of the squad, as is Robbie Henshaw, obviously, but uh, it's a lot of experience to, to be able to bring back in. So look, we'll have to wait and see. I'm kind of a bit reluctant to be writing Henshaw off when they haven't done so officially. They're going to see what happens after, but the writing does appear to be on the They kind of, I mean, they're obviously watching as well until the Scotland game if they've a suspension. Yeah. Or if they've, you know, they, 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 it's clever to wait the weekend. They don't need a 33rd player but the way Andy Farrell spoke about that there, I think it's 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 unfortunately it doesn't look good for for Henshaw, and I think it will be the parent determined if a if a back row gets a red card and they survive through the game, then maybe you bring out a Gavin Coombs or a Keane Prendergast. You know that like that they're being smart. Um, I thought it's been interesting how upfront they've been about the Henshaw news. You know, Paul O'Connell volunteered it yesterday. Yeah. Farrell was fairly open about it today. It was, uh, but it's oh look, it's it's devastating for the player himself who's been injured at all three of his World Cups now at different stages. Um, and like never really got going at this tournament. I thought he was very good against South Africa, but I think he had more to give. A little bit like, you know, Ian Henderson getting himself into the team through his own form with his performances off the bench. I don't think Henshaw was going to force Aki out of the team, but he would have had a big role to play at this tournament. And now it's a big opportunity for Stuart McCluskey to come into the, t- the, the off yeah. the bench. Yeah, it is just a final one on Henshaw. I sat down with him just before the the World Cup, um, a couple of months before the World Cup, and we were talking about kind of his injury record and you know that like how unlucky he is. And like he made a kind of an interesting point. We had a chat about it that um because he broke through so early and played like so much senior rugby from an early age in a nutritional position, it feels like his body is a little bit catching up with him now. And it's so unfortunate because you can imagine 
if Robbie Henshaw didn't have the setbacks that he'd have the levels that he's been at because we've seen how much of an incredible player he is but yeah the door opens for Stuart McCloskey we were chatting about this in earlier pods during the yeah, week yeah because we whether, didn't know whether Keith Earls yeah, would come in or I'm not surprised to be honest that he's gone for yeah. Stuart McCloskey I could see value in Jimmy O'Brien Keith Earls and Stuart McCloskey but as I've mentioned several times Andy Farrell does like a big centre on his bench and Jack Crowley is also on the bench who gives you a backline cover because obviously McCloskey is a specialist 12. We're only allowed to ask one question at these press conferences because they're very controlled and rushed but I will at some stage ask Andy Farrell why it is he goes for a centre yeah. in that position. Mm -hmm. um, today I asked about uh, why he went for Ian Henderson over James Ryan so I hope people forgive us but it is uh, it's very high pressure out there the, the, uh, we're usually back at Carton House back in, the, in the, the good old days of Six Nations we get a bit of a run at these things but we're only it's very strict yeah but James Ryan is on that bench as well obviously well, and call. Jack Conan yeah like Andy Farrell says James Ryan was training in the house down there yeah. he took Johnny Sexton's head off a few times so um, but interestingly he said that happened on Wednesday when James Ryan would have known that he was on the bench so I was kind of thinking yeah he's trying to take Johnny Sexton's head off because he's really annoyed that he he's on the bench he's really annoyed <laughs> that he's on the bench but it's a big haul like, I mean, it is, yeah. uh, but look Henderson played really well and is an established international of massive experience with World Cup experience under his belt as well and, it, and like, apparently it a man for the permutations as well they yeah, were saying, so they were yeah, saying he, he sounds yeah, like the brain box he, of the, well the he is he's a smart fella um like, I don't know, I, I I would, like, you know, James Ryan has been an automatic choice throughout this World Cup cycle. It's a big call to leave him out at this stage. His hand was injured. He didn't train fully last weekend. And maybe Henderson just trained his way into the team as well as doing really well. But there has been a struggle in the line-out. Yeah. Has James Ryan and Ronan Keller paid the price for that? It's hard, you know, they're never going to say we've dropped James Ryan and obviously he's on the bench and will play, play a role. But it's a big call. But you not think Sheehan was always going to start this game? I anyway? did, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, of, course, did. of course he was. And I think the fact that Henderson and Sheehan came on together against South Africa and the line-out was much better possibly played into Andy Farrell's thinking as well. Look, it also sends out but a message. Henderson deserves the start though he, as well. He, he does deserve the start, absolutely. I don't think James Ryan's been playing poorly. I actually think he's been playing very well. I think James Ryan is the type of player when he's not in the team people kind of tend to realise what it is that he brings so um, yeah maybe he is going to be a bit annoyed and that's why he was trying to take uh, Sexton's head off a of training but look Andy Farrell does this from time to time we see how personable he is when he's up on top of the top table and the players obviously speak so highly of him but every now and then he gives a little rocket and this is a pretty big rocket to drop your main line-out caller one of your key leadership figures to the bench for what is essentially a knockout game so that keeps everyone else on their own toes and on their toes as well and like you're bringing in a guy like Ian Henderson who was I thought outstanding in that South Africa game so it doesn't necessarily weaken the team and you'd imagine when James Ryan comes on 50-55 minutes he's going to be playing like a man with a point to prove Yeah another guy that was spoken of uh, very highly today was Peter O'Mahony of course will win his 100th cap for Ireland becomes the 10th player the 10th Irish player <clears throat> excuse me to win his 100th cap um, so Johnny Sexton Ian Henderson and Jemson Gibson Park uh, gave their views of uh, Peter O'Mahony here today Yeah he's, he's been a great friend of mine uh, over the last however many years we've been playing together probably 12 10, 11, 12 years I'm not sure exactly Um like if I said, a consistent form, big game player, um, I would say. Um, obviously, leader in the group. Um, very different to, to some of the other leaders, Like, but he's got his, you know, he knows the dressing room. He knows uh, he's such a huge part of it. I don't think you guys get to see the real Peter Armani. He gives very little away when he when he sits up here. Uh, one word, answers. Uh, but he's the life and soul of the dressing room behind, behind closed doors and... Um, yeah, it's a, it's a privilege to play with him all the time and um, we'll be playing for him as much as we are for ourselves on, on Saturday. Uh, the Haggard Badger, I think he's been coined. No, uh, Pete's obviously 
he's uh, where'd they come from? I'm not 100% sure. It's been Dave Kilcoyne. Uh, Pete's, a, Pete's a massive leader for our group he's not only like in terms of rugby but in terms of what we stand for as players and the social side of things that we stand for the how how well knitted together we are he's a massive part of that um, obviously I'm sure a lot of the cliches will come out and all but he probably rings true to most of them um, deserving every minute of, of, of the jersey he's played in and to this day, still nailing that down, and, and I don't think. Well, you can see in Faz's selections and and how highly Faz speaks of him. Um, I think that all rings true to the type of person that he is, and 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 along with that, continue. Yeah, and no, I just I love playing with PD. Um, on the pitch and off it, he's he's just a great teammate, and uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed the last few years getting getting to know him as a bloke, and um, you know, no one who deserves it more. So, looking forward to the weekend. They all spoke very well of him, didn't they? The haggard badger. Even though I had to ask you, what, what did he say? He what just did walked by. If, if, I'm sure he. I know he was up for embargo media. So maybe that's going to come out in tomorrow's papers. <laughs> I don't know, but I should have asked him what, what what's behind it. I think Ian Henderson said it was Dave Kilcoyne or was it Jameson Gibson Park said that mm. who came up with it. Who see, does seem to be the kind of the man who comes up with these things. Um, like Peter Manny's Ireland career is 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 a. Is incredible, incredible. And, and his yeah. consistency, uh, consistency across that, and a lot of people don't seem to appreciate him or didn't used to appreciate As him. His family he's, just walk uh, right, right in earshot. Oh, good. Well, I mean, we're talking, we're saying nice things about him, <laughs> yeah. but um, like, I mean, I presume they may be here for that's the color. You, that's you know, the that's, color you get on the ground with the, the left wing. <laughs> yeah, that's but that's the thing Andy Farrell does, doesn't <laughs> yeah, he? Brings yeah. in the families ahead of people significant. His family, caps and, his family and his kids um, were here waiting for him as the bus pulled in. I'm not sure. I'm sure he knew his family were coming over, but I don't know if he knew they were going to be there upon arrival. So they had a really nice emotional moment. Uh, when they arrived and it's another sign of the brilliant stuff that Andy Farrell does but even yeah. the way he spoke about Keith Earls um, remember the IRFU video like mm. he got quite emotional yeah. in that so you can like, of course it's going you to be incredibly can, emotional I think you can see from Peter Manny the way he sings the anthems the way he plays what playing for Ireland means to him and, and often with us he's quite a gruff figure but I, you can tell from the way Sexton talked about it oh, yeah. earlier on how well regarded he is and, and as a leader like you know I, I was I covered a 2013 um, tour of the US and Canada when, when Omani would have been 22, 23 and he was handed a captaincy that tour as a very young player in that squad actually was Henshaw made his debut as a 19 year old on that tour as well um, and even then he carried weight he carried a bit of presence you could tell when he walked into a room he commanded that, that, that room and while he might not say much sometimes with the media he, his words always carry weight and are very considered so um, I think the second life of Peter Romani in his rugby career has been the, the most impressive of all because when he got left out as the captain of the Lions in 2017 that was a major moment in his career and he's fought his way back to if they were touring this summer he would go and he will be probably close to the test team. He is a world-class international. I think he's a better player now than he was then. Yeah. Um, he's won his medal with Munster. He's going to, you know, he's back at the World Cup. He was the one player four years ago who took the fight to New Zealand in that game. He never gave up. Just like Jamie Heaston against Argentina four years before that, they stood up in those games and, and he he's a guy who deserves a proper World Cup along with Sexton and a few other ones as well. Are you NC yet? I know you need to go keen. No, no, no. I've, I've spent a week um, chatting to people who know Peter O'Mahony uh, better than, than anyone else. Um, no spoilers. I'm going to have a big piece in Saturday's paper and on independent.ie just about like what he's actually like behind the scenes because Rudd is right. I mean, the Peter O'Mahony we see on the top table is not the Peter O'Mahony. Um, every now and then you kind of get to see little glimpses of it. He's supposed to be great crack. He's the life and soul of the party. Um, so yeah, I've spent a week, as I said, chatting to people who gave really good insights, particularly like in his low points as well during Munster, which I'm not sure people will even be aware of, you know, how low that things got at different stages. So, um, 
um, that's the coming Saturday for me. And he's a good bodyguard as well. Mm-hmm. When uh, somebody in the top table, like we saw a few weeks ago. Um, the Scotland team, lads, um, has, did you get, get a chance to, I know, yeah, kind Darcy, of broke there yeah, while broke the... Yeah, broke in the press conference. Darcy yeah. Graham's in, no Ben Healy, as, as kind of expected. Did they go 6-2 or 4-2? 6-2, yeah. Oh, yeah. Six I think two. they'll be a bit... I think they, a lot of people were expecting Kyle Stane to be on the wing, even though Darcy Graham has been in great form, but just for the maybe the aerial game, the positional sense. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Ali Price is back in ahead of Ben White. No Hamish Watson, which a lot Ooh. of people were saying Hamish Watson could but start. Not, yeah. But they've gone for a 6-2 split on yeah. the bench and Hamish Watson still isn't there. Now, obviously, I don't know at this if there was an injury or whatever but that seems like a bit of a surprise he was excellent last week as well so I think Ireland would be pretty happy that Hamish Watson isn't in the 23 either yeah yeah no like I, I think we know the size of the challenge that Scotland will bring I think Ireland we know that Ireland if they get things right will will there's still a lot of danger there I know we'll preview it again um, tomorrow, tomorrow as we look ahead to the kind of key battles and stuff like that but you know, like it's a good team. Like Scotland are a good team. They're world number five for a reason. But at the same time, they're not a team Ireland will fear. Yeah, you've got to chase a lift, Keen. I have to go get a lift back into Paris to make the absolute trek. But I'm very glad I am making a trek back in and not staying. As nice as it is out here, I'm happy to go back into the bright lights of Paris. Okay, well, we will let you off. And we will be back again tomorrow after the captain's press conferences and all that kind of uh, stuff uh, to bring you our last Leffen podcast of the week. Talk to you then. Listen and follow The Left Wing wherever you get your podcasts.